whether or not you've got eggs. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to another episode of Cop. I am joined, of course, today by Matt. What's new? Um, I, my stomach kind of hurts. Yeah. Ate uh, food today? A, li- a little. Yeah. Any closer to figuring out what causes it? The uh, doctor said uh, nothing he can do for me, so that's it. What else is new? Um, Dog to me, baby. Had to watch a dirty work. We know that. What else? Come on. Come on. Um, I went for a few dollars more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. What else? Um, that's it. That's all you've done. Look, I, I work nine to five, buddy. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't have time for entertainment and hobbies. Anything new at work? No. It's just gamers. They're, they're creatures of habit. Just come in. Hey, can I get the... New yeah. switch. Get the new switch. So yeah. What was uh, our friend talking about in the in our group chat about you have to pay more for online now or something? This is the thing with Nintendo. Like, the fans are just such battered housewives. Yep. Nintendo was like, yeah, we'll give you N sixty four games because they give NES and SNES on Switch Online memberships, like free games. Like to really, rent. oh to rent. Yeah, you don't hold them. It's like when the membership runs out, you don't have it. Oh, but as long as, like... So, like... Subscribe. As long as I'm subscribed, I can play Mario 3 whenever. Yeah. The, uh, but, and they just announced N64 and Genesis, but you have to pay extra. Genesis? Yeah. Do they own that? No, but they just did... I guess they're buddies with Sega. Really? That's how we get those classic Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games games. Has there been any, like, mashup games since those? So, oh, they just it just over. See, it's it's beautiful, you know. It's like Mario and Sonic. It's just symbolic of the world's uniting, you know. All the nations coming together at the Olympics, just like these guys, you know. So you pay for online, and you have to get these emulated games. Um, you can't opt out of it for less money. Oh no, it's just like the PS Plus. They do that in all like game systems. Do they? Like Xbox, they get games with gold, yeah. Oh, the Xbox One, is it called... What, what is it called again? What is there, like, uh, a thing called where you, you get free games every once in a while? Games with gold. Games with gold? I thought it was called something else, because... Like it's to... Xbox Live Gold that you buy. Oh, you mean Game Pass? Yes. They, yeah, they also have Game Pass, which is a pretty good deal. Yeah, because they, they used to do that at EB Games, uh, and then they stopped doing that, and then Xbox kind of took that over. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a yeah, it's a pretty good deal. I wish it was on PlayStation, but uh, you know, <laughs> hey Sony, just uh, come on. Um. So how much is it now to play your Switch online? It's like twenty. Look, admittedly, it's cheap. Twenty five dollars a year. Is that it? Yeah, but keep in mind that Nintendo's online is fucking terrible. I know, but how much is like PS uh, Five to play online? Uh, look, it's like, full price is like 70 bucks, but you can just A go, year? Yeah, but you, you, if you're not a dumbass, you know which site to use, you can just get $40 memberships for a year. You just go is to, that just people selling their just, memberships? No, it's just like, you know, CD keys, you know, like key websites. Yeah. It's just, I went on one of those. Oh, 40 bucks. Okay. But how, but, but who's selling that, that key? Just someone who just doesn't want their PlayStation anymore or what? 
<laughs> Not my problem. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> One year PlayStation Plus for me. Thank you. They don't have uh, Nintendo Online on that? I don't think so. Well, I saw so many people complaining about that. Like, our friend was complaining about that. But isn't that what people say all the time? Like, re-release these games, Nintendo. Well, yeah, now they're why? doing but it. But, like, they're so cheap. Like, I have to pay for these extra N64 games. Like, these games are 25 years old, guys. Uh, come on. <laughs> I think people just kind of bitch at Nintendo for anything now. People have been wanting, like, these games to be re-released. Now they're re-releasing at 25 bucks a year. And you they're can like, pay, pay extra and then we'll drip feed you these games. So based. They're not releasing them all at once? No, you get eight games to start, and then uh, maybe we'll put out the good ones towards the oh, end. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's fucked up. <laughs> what are they putting out? Uh, let me guess. Uh, Mario 64. Yeah. Mar- Did they release what they're putting out? Yeah. Okay, Mario 64, uh, Mario Kart 64. Yeah, which sucks. Y- yeah. Well, you know what? Um, it me- sucks. Well? It sucks. It's number- it's Super Mario Kart is a better game than that. Well... I played it recently, and you know what I realized is that, like, um, drifting in that game is not the same as other games. You literally just drift just to, like, cut a tight corner. And not a lot of N64 games aged well, man. No. That's for me. Star Fox? Yeah. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Majora's Mask? No. So, wait for that one. (laughs) Um, Mario Party? Okay. Uh, it's like uh, after that, there's like a couple of Japanese games I don't know. I think they're just RPGs. Um, there's Star Fox. There's. Um, I mean, you can just pull it up. Talk it. I'm sure our list is accurate enough. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's just get to it. Dirty work. 1998, 99, what was it? I think 97. 97. Alright, we picked this movie because Norm passed, R.I.P., and he's kind of the star in this. He co-stars in this movie with uh, Artie Lane, Lange, Lange, which you've probably seen on Howard Stern show, stuff like that. Um, This is the 90s comedy movie. Here's a plot of this movie, and it's very thin. Um, Whoa. Well, watch it. Which one's Sam? (laughs) Sam is the best friend. Okay, so there's Mitch. I called him Mitch Vapes while I was watching the movie. (laughs) Mitch and Sam. You actively addressed him as Mitch Vapes. Yeah. Like if someone was like, Mitch, I was like, Vapes. (laughs) Shout out to Mitch Vapes. Shout out to the vape god. Uh, So Mitch and Sam, when they were younger, they didn't take no shit from nobody. Uh, and if anybody was giving them shit, they gave it right back mm-hmm. and a double helping. Um, now they've grown up and they're kind of losers. And ironically, I guess they're still taking shit from people. Uh, and then Sam, who's played by Artie Lang. How do you say his name? Lange? How do you say his name? I'm going to assume it's Lange. I don't actually know. I'll say Lange too. Actually, I'll say Lang. And you can say Lange. You know what? Then- um, we played softball with him. Call him Artie. Artie? Yeah. Okay. So Artie plays a uh, plays a Sam, and Norm Macdonald plays a Mitch. Sam's dad has a heart attack, and then he spends the next, well, he spends the rest of the movie laying peacefully and well in a hospital bed, and he needs a new heart. Uh, his doctor is Chevy Chase, who is easily the star of this movie. 
easily. Classic Chevy Chase. And then they have to uh, get 50000 bucks to buy Sam and, <gasps> surprise, surprise, Mitch's dad a new heart. I really dislike this movie. <laughs> I really dislike it. You said you didn't have a lot to say. I have a lot to say. So I'll start with this. Wait, so you don't like this movie? I do not like this movie. Um, what? I dislike this movie. Yeah. This is a bad movie. This movie has a plot written by a third grader with jokes mainly for preteens and then with some adult humor that no adult will laugh at. Yeah. That's the movie. And then it's just full of SNL cameos. Just gratuitous SNL cameos. Kind of fun. Not fun. Um... Norm Macdonald can't act. He, but he doesn't even try to act. In he this. doesn't even... Like, he... Hey, guys, it's me. And I'm... Uh, uh, whores. Uh, he... <laughs> Dead hookers. He can't act. And neither can Artie. Artie cannot act in this movie. And it's so sobering when Chevy Chase shows up. And he, like, is just acting donuts and figure eights around these clowns. Yeah. Um, this movie is so cookie cutter. It really has the same vibe as, like, a direct-to-TV Power Rangers movie that I would watch as a kid. Like, you have the cat-stroking villain, and then you have just two cheese dicks who are really unlikable, and they exist in this universe that doesn't make sense, and they, um, they, they don't learn any lesson, and they don't become better people by the end of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I dislike this movie. How about you? Like, I could not stop thinking about Freddy Got Fingered with this movie because mm-hmm. to me, it's like Norm MacDonald's like, yeah, like, just, uh, fuck it. And <laughs> just like, let's, you know, I'm just going to put some deadpan jokes and then I'm just going to just make a dumbass movie and not give a shit about a plot or characters or anything. Just make dumb jokes. It's like, like, it's, it's funny that it's like something that was given millions of dollars because like, how did people read the script that approve this i i i don't know it, it gives me the same vibe as like an adam sandler movie where he'll just have his snl buddies on the movie too and the plot is super thin um and then he has a hot love interest and he gets the girl for no reason um that's i just have to talk the world building in this movie sucks it makes no sense um in this movie, so they, they uh, make a revenge for higher business because they're like, that's what we're best at. We'll raise money that way. We'll just, like, take revenge on people and they'll give us money for it. And then they just commit crimes that they never get punished for. Like, in one scene, they're just an accomplice to a murder. And it's kind of a funny scene. Um <laughs> <laughs> they're just this guy's like ah oh, my neighbors are so loud i want you to like get them to move and then they just like break into their house and they just plant fishes everywhere and then like some mafiosos come in and they're doing like a coke deal and then <laughs> the one guy's like man it smells like fish in here the other guy's like you a cop you wearing a wire and then they just start shooting uh shooting each other and then you uh cuts to norm and Artie in the room and they're just holding fish listening to like them having a shootout and one guy is like using a chainsaw and they're staring like shit um but they just commit crimes and i mean they get in trouble for it at one point um but 
this is one scene. So, oh God, I'm going to go all over the place. You jump in when you want, but I'm just going to rant to you here. Okay, well, here's one thing I'll say. I like. Yeah. I actually like the cameos in this. They're gratuitous, yeah, but, you know, they get Chris Farley. Apparently, this was the last thing he did, and then he died. Really? Yeah, like about a few months later. Shit. Um, to go to Adam Sandler's The Devil, I hate Adam Sandler. Even I was like, uh huh, okay. They got Gary. You laughed at that? Well, because they got Gary Coleman there, and he was, I was like, I was not expecting Gary Coleman there. Dude, I watched it with Caitlin, and we both said, like, wow, that was not funny. The thing with this movie is that it's such, like, a, a, a low budget crapper. That, like, when a celebrity like that shows up, it's like, oh, yeah, this is, uh, this is an actual project that people want <laughs> me into. Uh, Don Rickles? Don Rickles is here as this <laughs> just total dick. This is kind of funny. I actually like some of the deadpan Norm McDonald jokes in this because they're just some classic. There are just some classic. Norm I, I like I, yes, I do like some of the jokes. Like I, I don't dislike all of them, but yeah, yeah. Like he just does morbid deadpan hooker. Uh, <laughs> I say hooker <laughs> humor like dead by saying like look dead hookers or by going like. Oh wow! Uh, this guy's got murdered in front of us, and it's just like you know, it's just like trying as hard as it can be to be disaffected. Yeah. Um, and if you like Norm Macdonald, then we like Norm Macdonald. Yes. They, that humor kind of hits. Like that's like uh, he's basically doing what he does on his podcast. No, he's not. He does some of this. It's like the same style of humor. No. <laughs> But you know <laughs> the jokes are not as I would say wa- li- watch or listen to the podcast instead of watching this movie. Yeah, go watch the first episode, the Super Dave episode. <laughs> That'll that that is a better hour spent than this movie. Well, really. <laughs> uh, sorry, were you gonna say anything else? No, it's um this movie for me is just like it's just a dumb movie. They just string a plot together. It's just a bunch of situ- situations and sequence. And then you have some cameos, and then Norm Macdonald just peppers some jokes in there. About 10 to 20% of them hit. Uh, This movie didn't really do much for me, but I'll say this. It's a relatively brief 1 hour and 20 minutes, so it wasn't excruciatingly painful or boring even. I'll say it's relatively entertaining. Hmm. I'm going to disagree with you. (laughs) Disagree. Do it. Tell me why. Okay. So... Here's here's more of the plot. There's this villain, and he has this little chihuahua, or whatever it is, and he really loves the opera. He's a rich guy. This movie kind of has the same vibe as Joker, I would say. <laughs> this is a Joker-esque film. Dare I say Scorsesean? Yeah, it reminded me of Taxi Driver. It brings <laughs> the Taxi Driver in there. So, this rich guy, in this universe, um, rich people can just buy people's land, and they can just own people's houses like that. So there's this old lady, and she's like, um, this rich guy is putting a, a parking lot over my house so people can go to the opera. Um, which is just like, uh, like, is this for kids? You can't just buy someone's... You can't just be like, I own your house because I'm rich. Like, no one was shitposting. He made the most brain-dead plot possible. No, I, he, I, no, don't, I don't think it was meta... It's not, but it's, it's, that's what made me think of Freddy Got Fingered because that movie's meta, where like characters are just like being the characters that they're supposed to be to like to an extreme. Like there's a love interest in Freddy Got Fingered, and she's just like, I just want to stay at home all day and just give you head, and like 
You know what I mean? Where she's just like so in love with him. But in this, there's no, I don't see any hints of irony. The, the irony here is that like Norm is just like a schlubby, no, do nothing guy. And then this obviously charismatic and beautiful woman's like inexplicably attracted to him. He just shit mm, I think Norm McDonald, I, th- I, th- I think why we differ a little bit on this is I think Norm McDonald is a little bit more self aware than you think he is. Yeah, but he's not he's not the main writer. That doesn't excuse this movie being bad, because it's bad. He's not the main writer, though. But he's one of the writers. I'm pretty... I'm gonna assume he just said the jokes. By the way, we should mention that this is directed by Bob Saget. Yeah. Of Full House fame. And Fuller House fame. (laughs) Um, And this is his first movie. Yeah, no. This is... I, I don't think... I don't think it's meta. I don't think it's meta. And if it is, it's not to a level that's funny, like Freddy Got Fingered. It's just, there's no ambition here. Like, Norm MacDonald was, got $13 million, and he put this out. Yeah, but that... If you like that idea, you should watch Freddy Got Fingered, because I think it does it better. Or have you seen it? I've seen a bit of it. You should, you should watch it, because that is an actual meta movie. I don't think there's any meta commentary in here at all. I think it's just actually just surface letter surf, surface level dumb. Um, so, yeah, uh, the villain just buys land, and then the lady's like, "I need you to stop him." So they fill his truck up with popcorn, one of his bulldozers. <laughs> I wish you could do that. That'd be so cool if you could pour popcorn kernels in the engine and then just make car popcorn. And then you get a cool effect, and like you see, just like millions of kernels fly out from this truck. I mean, that was kind of funny. There is good slapstick humor in this movie. Like, there's this hard cut. Two, it happens two times in the movie. Once when Norm's character is a kid and one boy who's older where someone just fucking tosses him into a garbage can. There's a, there's a couple of times where yeah. Norm just gets tossed in this movie. <laughs> there's a lot of self-deprecating humor, and I noticed that from watching some of Norm's podcasts. Like, he gets his ball squeezed. He gets raped in prison yeah. in this. They, people beat him up, throw him around. Uh, he's not afraid to poke fun at himself, which is one thing I like. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Um, so yeah, they, they destroy the truck, they get in prison, then the rich guy's like, I'm gonna take you out of prison, and, again, okay, maybe you can just stop pressing charges, or whatever, I don't know, maybe that works, but he's like, I'm just gonna take you out of prison, and I'm going to get you for $50,000 to ruin this apartment building, um, that I own, so then... Everyone will leave, and then I can get new uh, clientele inside. And they're like, okay, deal. So he goes, and he does it. And then there's a point of contention, because the love interest of his, her grandmother lives in the uh, this apartment building, but he thinks that she's running, like, a brothel or something. So then Norman, he... his prostitute, man, <laughs> he just can't help himself. So that makes his character think that it's okay, and then they're like, okay... We're, um, we're exterminators. We need everyone to leave so we can, uh, gas a place. And then again, in this universe, nobody, like, asks a landlord what's up with this. It's just all kosh. I, like, I know these seem like nitpicks, but there's so many that it kind of pisses me off. Um, so they all just go along with it. They leave, and then they just ruin the apartment building. And then in this universe, the landlord who owns that building is just, like, he just sells the building for some reason to the rich guy. For money? He doesn't have insurance or... 
he doesn't just clean it up and continues being a landlord. Um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, bro. And then they go to the rich guy and they're like, hey, give us our money. And he's like, no. <laughs> and then there's this deus ex machina in this movie where Norm has this um, recorder. And he just records like, <laughs> note to self, um, don't kill hookers. Um, and those jokes are never funny. I don't know if he laughed at those, but, like, there will be a scene where some guy gets... Uh, Norm gets kicked in the balls, and he'll be like, um, note to self, get ball protector. Like, that's that'll yeah, be the joke. That, that, <laughs> those jokes were tough, and not, basically none of those hit. I think there was one or two that I, that I thought were a little clever. Dude, I don't know if I'm being... Am I being a hater? <laughs> well, this isn't a good movie, so well, I don't see why not. Okay, well, I'll continue then. <laughs> I'll continue hating. Um... So yeah. It's got another cameo. Rebecca Romaine is in it. Who's that? She's Mystique in X-Men. Remember X-Men from 2000? No, only you watch those movies. Only me? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I like, I like those X-Men movies. I've been meaning to watch them. I gotta... Okay, number two. I know, I think I'm on number 17 now, but number two. Okay, I will, let me finish my point. So he has this recorder, and then he's like, ha ha ha, actually I was recording... Uh, the classic... The classic. Oh, I had a recording <laughs> of it. <laughs> I was recording you, um, and I'm going to release this audio to the press. Unless you give me $50,000 and give them their building back. And then the evil guy in this universe. Because in real life, uh, recordings aren't anything. Unless they have to be like very credible. Like the Richard Nixon recordings, you know? Yeah. I, but I think nowadays, I don't know how credible recordings are for evidence because you can just fake a recording. Well, nowadays in the future, you can, yeah, just digitize. I mean, you can make fake Deep Tom, fakes. Yeah. Fake Tom Cruise. Yeah. So, like, recordings, I mean, they ain't shit, man. Yeah. Um, but in this universe, again, like, this is like a baby wrote this. Um, in this universe, uh, yes, recordings are, are proof. And he goes, ah, okay. And that's it. Okay, so number two. This movie's really ugly. The colors are super saturated. I don't know what's up with that. But they are so saturated. Like, look at that red shirt. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate it because this is sort of a time in when movies were kind of devoid of color a little bit. So I guess Norm was trying to avoid that. But it's just got this, like, it's just got the garish effect with the color processing. Yeah. And the thing is, no 90s movies really look good. But <laughs> this one is not a particularly good one either. Yeah, the 90s were a tough time. That was a tough time for everything, okay? <laughs> Uh, this is a grunge time gross out humor god MTV <laughs> Beavis and Butthead lord okay really like the movie let me continue number three yeah the love interest as she, uh, there's a scene early in the movie where they go to a bar and this girl walks up and I said oh hey love interest yeah she's a love interest and Norm is kind of a dick to her the whole movie and then she just loves him yeah like it's just like hey this has to be a joke like, you like I don't know like where's the joke though the joke is he he's I think it's a little bit of a meta thing that's where we disagree I the only time I thought it was a joke was at the end where he's just like and I get the girl you know when he's doing his little outro monologue? Yeah, that ending was really bad, actually. 
Like it was like a fun, it was like trying to be there's a the joke that was just it's supposed to be abrupt like haha the movie's done oh that guy got killed bye, but it's not like funny like wild at heart is you know yeah it's not I, it's just like so uh, what happens is so he meets this girl they have a meet cute he gets into a, a fight with some college uh, snobs at the bar and then he meets her again on the street hey baby what's your name and gives you know he kind of hits it off and then. In his revenge for hire business, um, her boss is a real jerk. She doesn't, like, um, say, like, please mess with my boss, but she just complains to him, like, my boss is an asshole, so he's like, I'm gonna mess with him. So then he messes with her boss, and then I think she loses her job because of it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, shit. And then Norm doesn't apologize for (laughs) it or anything, and then, like, she just comes back to him, and she's like, I still like you, and... (laughs) That would be it. That would be over with a regular girl. Like, that's... It's yeah. done. In a well-written movie, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's just done. And then... But she's like, I still like you. And then he, like, ruins her grandmother's life. And then he doesn't even redeem himself in the end. Like, he doesn't apologize or, like, learn anything. Um, he's just like, uh, I got you... I got her apartment back. And I love you. And that's a movie, you know, like it's kind of like my issue with The Incredibles, where he, the dad's just kind of a dick all movie, and then at the end you're like you celebrate him, and then and there's nothing lost or learned. I thought what was gonna happen in this movie, this was my prediction, was at the beginning of the movie they're trying to make money, and Artie's like, how about we look in the buy and sell category, and Norm's like, no, we need real jobs, um, and then you get some little skits basically they're just skits of them like trying jobs out and sucking at them wacky hijinks yeah um and norm has nothing because he's a deadbeat and all he has is this cool car and i thought what was going to happen was at the end of the movie he was going to be like you know what i'm going to sacrifice the car for like they're going to be like three thousand bucks short and he's like i'm going to sell my car Mm. as this act of selflessness i thought there's going to be a payup and the or uh, a setup and a payoff but um, there wasn't one. It was just like he's just like I got the bad guy, and I got the money, and my dad saved. And like the whole dad thing, like all the drama in this movie is so just devoid of anything. Like his dad gets a heart attack, and then oh, also I didn't even say like um, there's a bit of drama and like oh my god, all the drama in this movie is like it it exists and it doesn't exist. So Sam's dad is like actually Mitch. Uh, actually, Norm, I'm your dad. Yeah. And he's like, oh my god. He's like, but you can't tell Sam. It'll crush him. And then later on in the movie, he tells Sam, and then he's like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> like, is that a joke? Only, God only knows, man. God only knows. That's that's the thing with this movie, is that, like, I guess there may be some intrigue in, is this movie meta, or is it not... Uh, but to me, it's just, it doesn't really matter to me either way. It's like, whatever. It's just it's just a bit of a lame duck movie um, that has Norm MacDonald doing a couple of good jokes. Yeah, just a couple. And like, okay, another big thing. And may, th- this might be it. This movie has no chutzpah, okay? They have like that joke where they have the shooter, right? And that's a good joke. But then they don't show the aftermath, which think, could be funny. I think that was a budget thing. You think that was a budget thing? Probably they didn't want to pay for all the fucking fake blood. Because, like, why not show that? I don't know. Because, um, oh, like, yeah. the dad is like, I have this... Lo- Sorry, what were we going to say? 
I think I read that this movie was going to be R, but then they made it PG-13. Yeah, it's a PG-13 movie. Because, like, yeah, he gets his balls squeezed, but you don't see anything too explicit no. besides, you know, a fat guy's ass. It's like... <laughs> it's a, it's a PG-13. I mean, you know what? This might be hidden for the middle schoolers. That's what I said. Like, it, it, it has so many jokes that are probably for middle schoolers, you know? Because um, Sam's dad has this locket, and then Norm looks at it and gives this really bad performance where he's like, Oh my god, it's you having sex with my mom? And Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> and they don't show the locket. If this was like a stepbrothers, they would show that locket. You know what yeah, I mean? And this kind of has that stepbrothers vibe. Stepbrothers is is much is much more clever than this. Yeah, yeah, like I that uh, like Norm Macdonald's personality is like not in here. Like it is for a few jokes, but like I don't think he wrote this or he did not play a big part in writing this script. He he couldn't have. Um, you know I don't know if whose project this was. I know he wrote part of the script. The the fact that it's so phoned in makes me think it's. It was a job he had to do, but I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. Us, when we actually read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of this movie. I uh, Did I miss anything? Uh, I like when they played the ACDC song. Dirty Dirty's Done, Dirt Cheese. It, it was almost too easy. Also, there's a scene where they're like, ah, I'm going to play Rolling Stone Street Fighting Man. And then they played a scene at Colada, so that was kind of funny. I, I wonder how much those songs cost. A lot. I imagine. The Stone songs? Well, they didn't play the Stone songs, but they got Pina Colada and they got ACDC. ACDC might, would be some bucks. Charge some premiums. And, but other than that, they just play, like, just classic um, AI-created 90s tunes. Like, that one scene, like... The opening of this movie is so 90s where he's working a pizza job and he gets fired and then his girlfriend hates him because he's a loser. And then he's I mean, like, damn, I actually wish I was a 2000s to 1990s loser with a pizza delivery job. Like, that seems comfy as hell. Like, I'll be, I'll, I'll do what Fry does. I'll eat some Panucci's pizza. Pizza going out, come on! Also, I gotta say, season six is where Futurama gets bad. I'm watching Futurama right now, and that's where I think they, like, switched, uh... Comedy Central? Yeah. Yeah. It's the revival seasons. Oh. Those are rarely good. And it's... it's have you watched Futurama? Yeah. That's where you get, like, the time code on Fry's ass. You know that one? Yeah. A beast with a billion backs, like that tentacle monster. The, like, most of those movies were not good. Nope. Like, it's that's when they just boil them down, like to their bare necessities. Where um, Hermes is just making black jokes, like something about his dreads, and ben, I smoke the weed, man. Yeah, give me the ganja. <laughs> Bender's just like bite my shiny metal ass. It's just it sucks. Fry, Fry just becomes like I love Leela. Homo erectus level stupid, where you're just not even a functional person. It's so. I mean, Fry was like really dumb in the first seasons, but it's like it's to a level that's like funny, and then he just becomes like sad, dumb. Like season yeah. one, he he goes from nineteen ninety nine to like two thousand uh, nine hundred ninety nine. He's like, my god, a million years. 
Like, he's a dumbass, but, like, he has a character. It's, like, it's just flanderization. Yeah. Where it's just, like, you know, as the show goes on, it's easy to just remember the character's bigger traits and then just play to that. So, yeah. by my shiny middle ass, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. Season six, I was like, ooh, okay, here we go. No, not good. Anyways, um, Dirty Work, yeah, this movie, it's not good. The dreaded not good rating. My God. It's like going to be kind of like a, I don't know, like a three bagger sort of movie. (sighs) This movie is like an anti-movie. It's not even interested at all in any genuine intrigue or emotion or comedy. Um, I'm going to give five out of five bags. Uh, (laughs) Masterpiece. And, like, the costuming? Are you serious, Norm? Did you just wake up? I'm sure that's what Norm wears. Remember when Super Dave was like, <laughs> Look at you, you're wearing this thing like a hoodie. You're just like shit. Well, that was Adam Egan's idea. <laughs> <laughs> and Super Dave was like, This is the first show, and you're, and you're, you've got a thing with a hood on. <laughs> okay, let's uh, finish off uh, with some jokes here. Um... Some gold-plated chains would make a really nice retirement gift for a very, very good slave. Are you serious? Like, that's what Norm is good at when he's just, like, crossing lines. Like, Yes, and there's none of that here. Yeah, well, I guess he was, uh, the MPAA had him believe the balls here, so... Because you think of, like, a movie like Borat, right? It's just like... Borat got to be R. Right, but it ha- it's just like... Vague, super vague um, plot. Just, I want to go meet Jessica Simpson. Or not Jessica. uh, What's her name? Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Uh, I want to go see her. And that's it. And then you get hijinks along the way. And then you can just tell jokes, right? Yeah. And this is just like, it's just really crappy script taking up like 80% of your time and then 20% jokes. Yeah, and then a bunch of cameos from Norm Macdonald's Hollywood buddies. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, the the Adam Sandler one where he's Satan. Because, like, they're like, oh, we'll get a job uh, testing the food. And then they give us what they think uh, uh, an acid trip probably looks like. And then it's just like, you're in hell. And, and with Gary Coleman in a convertible. And he says, what you talking about, Norm McDonald? <laughs> What are you talking about, Willis? Nah, oh, God. Yeah. Sorry, Norm, but this uh, movie sucks. Uh, thank you, Norm, for this one. I was going in the Cop Hall of Fame. Uh, we miss you, buddy. And you know what? Seven bags for a fistful of dollars. Seven bags? Yeah. Okay. It. You said it was a cop classic vetoed. <laughs> you know, a cop classic. There's two parts of cop, okay? <laughs> It can be a Matthew classic. So Okay, it's a Matthew popcorn classic. All right, I'm cool with that, you know. Do you want to do a special Matthew episode for your birthday? What's the special Matthew episode? Yeah, no, it's just your show. You get to pick the movie. Okay, we are reviewing Face Off. Okay, it's your birthday. (laughs) No, we're going to do Face Off trivia. (laughs) There's not going to be much. We'll We'll see. There's so many credits. Who's the production assistant? Who's the first key grip? Who's the second key grip? Who's the gaffer? Who's the gaffer? Who's doing the lighting? 
Who's supervising the lighting? Who produced it? Who's the assistant to Mr. Cage, Mr. Travolta? <laughs> hmm? Yeah, it's your birthday. Whatever you want. Thanks, buddy. We can do that. Should we say your Halloween lineup? Um, no, save that for next week, because what are we doing next week? Well, that's the thing. Did you want to do another Halloween movie? Because we only picked four, but you said that you last, want... Last week we did a spin, and we did, and it landed on Friday the 13th. So, oh, right. So we have to do that. We have to commit. Okay. So we'll do that, and then we'll announce the Halloween lineup. It's pretty good, I won't lie. Except for Friday the 13th, I guess. Yeah... I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice to that movie though. I'm in a good mood. But did you like that movie? I you know what I'm. Sometimes I dislike something. I watch it again, and you know I can like it. Sometimes it's different. Yeah. 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 Okay. I feel it. Okay. Last thing. This this guy. Yeah. What's it? What's the actor's name? It's Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah. His character sucks in this movie. They just get Chris Farley, and he's just acting crazy. He's just screaming about Saigon whores. Yeah. It's just more, more whores joke. Horse, horse, horse. This guy's like Frank Miller shit. Frank Miller likes to talk about whores? Yeah, that's the joke with him is that all his stories have whores. Like uh, Rorschach's mom? Yeah, like he makes Catwoman into a prostitute. He does? Yeah, he was the one who did that in DC canon. And then like that's her origin story? Yeah. Really? Is that kind of the norm now? Like, is that the canon origin for her? Well, no, like, you know, like, they'll also, like, if they make a new Batman movie, it's always going to be his parents get killed outside of the opera or whatever. Is that kind of her thing now, where, like... She's um, a prostitute? Yeah. Um, it de- depends on the rating, I guess. I'm sure <laughs> in the new Batman... She probably won't be a prostitute. I have a feeling she won't be. She's in the new one? Yeah, she is. She's played by... <sighs> Zoe Kravitz. Hmm. One of the ladies from Mad Max Fury Road. That's where I know her. Which lady? She's one of the wives. Which wife? Um, the darker. The darker one. one? Okay, so there's there's Catwoman, Penguin, and the Riddler. Yeah. And that's it. And there better be the Joker in there too. I want to see Joaquin Phoenix Joker go. I used to think my life was a tragedy, <laughs> and then he goes, "Is it me or is it getting crazier out here?" And then he does a Joker laugh, and he goes, "Whoa." I rewatched Joker recently. I don't know if I said this on the show, but I was not as much of a fan of it in the second time. One of the best movies ever made. It's Taxi Driver plus a million. And then when our one of our friends texted the group chat today, and he was like, "Dude, the Joker is so effing good." It's, I didn't want to say anything. I just, I just don't think it's a, a terribly complex film. No, it's not. I think it's good. I don't think it's uh, that it's, good. It's well produced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like something that's aspiring to be a prestige film when, you know, hey, we know, we see you behind the curtain, DC. Okay. Like, it had, it's shot really well, great performance, um, soundtrack's good, um, but the script is a bit weak for me. It is. Except when he goes... How about another joke, Murray? <laughs> that part, that ending bit was good. You know, the suspense is there for that. Yeah, he actually has some genuinely funny bits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that. Like his whole thing. Actually, he's pretty good at the in the ending scene when he's like... <laughs> like when you actually get to the Joker baby stuff, like that's when it really shines. Yeah. But I did that... The plotline with his mom is so weak. Like, yeah. if Thomas Wayne is his dad, it's no, it doesn't work. And anything, any uh, attempts at allusions to like class disparity or warfare or anything, it's gone. Okay. Stay, hey, stay in your lane. Come on. Uh, 
it's it's so not there. Like Dark Knight was good because people, Christopher Nolan was really vague about it, and then people were like, "Oh, it's about Iraq. It's about terrorism. Oh, it's about this." Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, maybe he, you know, it's just vague enough that people attach it to that. But this one like really tries to have themes. Yes. And tries to be relevant, and it's like, hey, man, yeah. <laughs> Sit down for a second. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is the guy who directed the Hangover films. And yeah. I do not like those films. I like the first one. I don't like the first one. It's fun. It's fun? Yeah. It's kind of fun. <laughs> I, w- I would uh, watch it over Dirty Work. Yes. I would too. Because it's got Mike Tyson in it. Oh man, but yeah, Norm Macdonald. I maybe he should just stick to comedy and uh, like stand up and podcast because this is bad. And I gotta say, uh, him on Mike Tyson mysteries, he's kind of wasted there. He's good. He's a good vo- voice actor, but yeah, they just give him uh, horror jokes. Horror jokes. He's just a pigeon, but he he, just he likes like, sex. He just really likes vulgar humor, and like it works to a degree him as a comedian but like sometimes it's like hey you know shake it up yeah uh, and then I gotta I can't stop complaining about this movie um Sam's dad his whole thing is just he's just horny the whole movie and he just screams broads and whores it's it's just again again whores. again whores yeah. no it's just like yeah he's just yeah. this movie <laughs> well, it's one of the best cop movies we ever reviewed, arguably the best for sure. But um, I kind of wish Norm had like something that wasn't like this, you know. Is this his only movie? This is like his only movie that's like he had a part in it. Damn! This is his Freddy got fingered, bro. You need to, you should watch a movie. Uh, I'm really dreading the I've watch seen, it as a meta. I've seen up to the part where he's in the bathtub in a scuba suit, in the going, shower, yeah, and then his dad comes in and just yeah. calls him a retard. Yeah, and it's like, and that's like the point in the movie where like, oh, so that's what the movie's gonna be like for the rest of this. <sighs> All right, next week, Friday the Thirteenth. You have anything else you want to say? Uh, no, you know what? I'll say one thing. I have been watching something lately. I decided to rewatch some of that seventy show. You ever seen that? No, you you got on DVD or something though. Yeah, I got the first season on DVD. Uh, I've been watching that with friend of the show, White Claw Gabe, mm. and I started watching season two because I'm just a fiend for that show. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> this is why I like the show. It's nostalgic because I used to watch it after school, and it was the thing that taught me about all the naughty things like sex <laughs> and weed. And other stuff, and co- and cool rock music. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show's corny as hell. It's just like your basic ass sitcom. But I feel like everybody has that one sitcom that they just, even though they can't really say is of a um, top quality, it's just something that they just enjoy passively. You know, it's on Netflix. No, I just pirated it. Excuse me. Oh, um. <laughs> Uh, sorry, <laughs> just making a little joke there. <laughs> that was a good one, right? Yeah. Yo. So I went to Blockbuster and they had the second season, so I've been watching it there. Uh, yeah. How many seasons are there? Too many. I'm not gonna go terribly far. Is it like a 14 season sort of vibe? It's, it's like it's like uh, seven or eight, and I'm gonna watch uh, maybe the third one, then I'm gonna tap out. Okay. Do you know if there's kind of like an agreed upon 
dropping point for the show. I've seen, like, because I've seen, like, episodes of all over. It's, mm-hmm. like, it, Topher Graves leaves the show, and it's just, like, when Michael leaves the office, or it's, like, a zombie version of the show. And Is that uh, Brock? That's Brock. You're trash, Brock. Yeah. Oh, God, when Michael leaves, like, people who that... like the Andy arc. Dude. Ay, caramba. Not, so it's like that? Yeah, and it's just, don't. Not worth it. They get like a replacement for him, Eric, and it's just it's the worst. It's just the last season. And also Ashton Kutcher leaves and he guest stars because Topher Grace was like, ah fuck this. Ashton Kutcher was like, Hey, I'll guest star in some episodes, but I'm gonna move on with my career. Because at that point he was getting actual roles. Yeah. So yeah. But but de- but decent, you know. Decent uh decent daytime television watching. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. I need to... Kayla and I need to finish Mad Men. Right now we're watching horror movies. Uh, but I'll... Uh, I'm down to watch that. Yeah. We're gonna... I'm gonna... Well, we're, we're gonna power through season one of Twin Peaks. And then we're just gonna do uh, an episode of season one. About season one yeah. of Twin Peaks. Mainly. But we'll touch on everything else just for commentary. But that's our favorite season. So that's the one we're gonna talk about. Okay. Season one. And it's a good... It's a great season of uh, television. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all I had. And that's probably the show. That's it for me. Alright, stay groovy. If you enjoyed anything you heard today, make sure to stay tuned for weekly episodes available for streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and umfm.com. And don't forget to follow our Instagram page at COP Podcast.